Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Workbook, Study 2, God's Story. In this second assignment, you need to look at the biblical foundation will help us see the big picture of God's continuous story. Love is the reason there is a story, for the essence of love is that it must be shared and it is the love that fuels the heart of God. In this story, as with all good stories, there is a framework that holds it together, a captivating beginning, plots and subplots, jeopardy and redemption, all moving with purpose towards the climax. Without this understanding of connectedness and drive, much of the Bible may seem to be random episodes with little meaning. Looking at the overview gives us both context and a new perspective. God's story begins before Genesis in the mists of time. We do know that there was a heavenly realm where God reigned. It was characterized by the fullness, wonder and harmony of who God is. There was a hierarchy with angels and archangels and fractures occurred with rebellion led by Lucifer, one of the archangels. So let's just give some time to this first subplot of God's story, rebellion in heaven. The first task is to read Isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 to 14. Here we see the favoured archangel Lucifer voice his rebellion. I suggest you read the passage through a couple of times and then reflect on the following questions. You may find it helpful to make written notes and then to reflect in the presence of the Holy Spirit as we cannot emphasise enough that it is he who will teach you. Try it and see, for the biggest lesson in these workbooks is learning to hear and respond to the Holy Spirit's wisdom and leading. This is the Father's heart and you can have confidence that God will open up your understanding. So read Isaiah 14 verses 12 to 14 and then reflect upon these questions. Question 1. What can we surmise that heaven was like before the rebellion? Reflect on what the rule and reign of God would have looked like. Question 2. What do the five statements of Lucifer, beginning I will, in Isaiah chapter 14 and verses 12 to 14, tell us about him? and why he had to be thrown out of heaven. Question 3. How does Lucifer's attitude in Isaiah compare to the response of Jesus to the temptations in Luke chapter 4 verses 1 to 13? To understand this subplot further, the second task is to read Revelation chapter 12 verses 7 to 9. This describes the battle in heaven, 
that resulted in the rebel forces being evicted from heaven. Lucifer, now called Satan, and a third of heaven's angels are now free to roam the earth, having been cast out from the presence of the Father for the sin of rebellion. Satan is vengefully out to despoil now all that God holds dear. Take time to reflect on what you've read. Journal your thoughts. In the transcript attached to these podcasts, there are two diagrams that might help explain God's timeline. Now we come to the second subplot of God's story, which could be entitled Rebellion on Earth. Read Genesis chapter 1 to chapter 2 verse 3 and Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 to 24. The story begins in beauty and harmony with the perfect relationship between God and his children. In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7 we've witnessed the intimate way that the father gives life to his desire for a family. He bends, he gathers, he breathes and with his life gives us life. This means we share God's DNA, nature and character. We are family, image bearers. God had set Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. God created the best he had for them. But the devil and his cohorts were also present, having been hurled to earth and mankind's free will gave Satan the opportunity to tempt Adam and Eve so that they too were ejected from the Father's presence. Read the Bible passages again and then reflect on these questions. Question 1. What factors led to mankind's rebellion and fall? Question 2. What were the arguments Eve used to persuade herself that eating the fruit was beneficial. Question 3. What were the immediate and long-term consequences? And question 4. The two subplots are now intertwined and as the years of the Old Testament roll by, how was God preparing for his rescue plan to come into being? All good stories have a hero and a journey of redemption. Let's now read Ephesians chapter 1 to chapter 2 verse 10 to understand God's wonderful answer to mankind's sinful ways. Jesus died to open up the way to the Father by paying the price for our sin. Now we have a choice. We can either live in the presence of the Father and under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, or we can live under the Lordship of Satan. Jesus came for six reasons. He came to overcome the works of the devil, to pay the penalty for our sin, to open up the way to the Father, to restore our broken image, to model and establish kingdom living on earth, and to train disciples. God has chosen to trust us in the outworking of his end time purposes 
in the final chapters of this story. His invitation is to bring the entirety of who we are and all that concerns us into the waterfall and into all the fullness of that which Jesus died to give us on the cross and so to let God lead us on a great adventure. The invitation is to bring your story into God's story. Your response and my response will make a difference as to when the kingdom is ready for the return of its king. Unless we are transformed by the healing power of the Holy Spirit, we're driven by wounds we have received in the fallen world. Unless we're sold out for God, trusting in his lordship in every area of life, we're double-minded. If we sing Jesus is Lord, but do not trust him, we're not living under his sovereignty. Many who would say they have given their life to the Lord may only have dipped their toe in the water, may never have opened themselves up to the healing needed to make them fit to be in the army and to be the bride. The question is, will you come? Take some time to reflect. Our response to God's invitation to join his story matters. Because firstly, as individuals, our journey to restoration and growth into our full potential and gifting matters to the fulfillment of God's purposes. Secondly, for us to play our full part in the story, we must know God's perspectives and be aligned with them. Thirdly, fulfilling our purpose has a direct bearing on when the return of Jesus will take place. And as we journey, our relationship with the Father will blossom into all that it was intended to be. So this is your challenge. Review where you are now on your journey. We will all be starting from different points along the way, and it's very useful to explore the landscape at this your starting place. Where are you right now on your life journey? What part does God play in your life? What is good? What is difficult? What do you find painful in your life? What would you like to change? Where are the blessings? Consider your response to these questions with the Holy Spirit. You may find it helpful to record your reflections. Next time we will be exploring what we mean by the waterfall, particularly focusing on God's intention for the relationship that he wanted to enjoy with his children as he outworked his plans. Mm -hmm.